Welcome to the Gamer Mania Podcast. This week, I'm going to talk about Black Ops 4 and the new Battle Royale trailer that just came out. I'm going to talk about Spider-Man, Fallout 76, and this new early access game that consumed my week called Scum. So stick around. Let's do this. Gamer Mania! My name is Chris Pounders, and I'm back for another Gamer Media podcast. And this week, there's some really cool stuff to talk about. I'm excited. Um, I hope everybody had a wonderful week. Um, my week was pretty chill, pretty cool. Uh, the most interesting thing that happened, uh, well, two different things. Um, I became officially addicted to the game Scum, and then two, I also auditioned uh, for this this AT&T commercial. I don't know what it's for or what. But uh, I had an audition. It was fun. I had to be there with my guitar. And then I walked into the room. They turned the camera on. They're like, tell us your name. And then they like kind of give me some instructions. Like, you're going to act like you're you're just about to end your last song. So you're kind of jamming. And then there's like a little like mic stand there. But there's no microphone. And uh, they're like, and then at the very end, I'll, you know, you'll end your song. And you'll kind of say goodbye to the crowd. And then I'll react as if, as if I'm the crowd, like the cameraman's telling me. And then uh, he's like, yeah, and that'll be it. And I was like, wow. So um, it's pretty funny, you know, these these auditions, like, they last, like, a minute. Um, and you, you're literally, you're in and you're out. There's no, like, I mean, there's a little bit of weight maybe if you miss your mark, but they move fast through, the, through these auditions. Anyway, we'll see if I get the call back. Uh, I'm not holding my breath. These are really hard to land. I've already done a couple already. Um, I did actually one for the Oculus Go. I did an audition for, like, some sort of, like, I think some sort of Christmas, you know, holiday commercial, you know, for their for them pushing that thing. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I didn't get that. But anyways, yeah, it's tough. You just got to go, do your best, you know, and see what happens. All right, let's get into some gaming news for the week. And then we're going to get into Scum, this new early access game that's just totally consumed all productivity uh, for the week. I barely got through my homework and uh, got to school and stayed a lost some sleep this week. I mean, I have just been so hooked on this game. Um, it's probably because it's really hard. And like, I just, I want to, I want to perfect it. I want to be good at it. And so it offers a challenge that's just really hard. And I love it. I love the challenge it offers. So before we get to scum, let's talk about some news. Yay, Spider-Man is out. I tried this out at E3. I played it. I tested it. It was fun. I had a great time um, playing that demo. Basically, in the version that I played, um, you you went and stopped like uh, you know like some sort of burglary happening, and then you went to like a gang hideout and beat all those guys up, and then you went to like a bank and fought a boss inside this bank, uh, you know, during this heist, um, and it was a lot of fun. I mean. Um, I some of the reviews coming out have been have been really good. It's it's been eight and up. You know, it's not like the best game ever or the new groundbreaking game, but it's a game that just follows some rules that we like in games: open world quests, you decide. You know, all of that fun stuff. Um, all the little details. New York looks beautiful, swinging uh, like a monkey through New York. I mean, what a crazy concept! And it, and it just totally comes together in this game. Um, it works really well and there's some really cool mechanics that they add in there that you wouldn't think um there's tons of like abilities in this game just tons of abilities tons of ways to change up the way you play or to find your favorite way of playing as spider-man i played the old uh, original hit uh, that was on the playstation one um i can't even remember what year that came out um sorry i'm just thinking of it right now but anyways that Spider-Man game was a classic. Uh, there's never really been one since like it. And so I think this one does it some justice, though. I think this is a great classic Spider-Man game. Um, it doesn't try and, you know, it doesn't try to, um, you know, raise the bar or really anything. I mean, other than, uh, you know, the animations and the combat and, and the city and the maneuvering. I mean, that's all been that's all been like a raised bar for sure. Uh, but in, in, But what I mean is like, it's it's not a super aggressive game.
game. You know what I mean? It's definitely a game that wants uh, people to feel familiar with it when they start playing. It's not like, oh my god, this is a brand new experience. Um, it's basically your arcade flying through the city you know, Batman-style fighting, um, you know, the Arkham Asylum-style fighting with all these great, uh, fun Spider-Man gadgets. You get to see all your favorite uh, villains from Spider-Man comics. So, um, all in all, it's a great game. I'm, I, um, I don't own the game, um, but like I said, I tried it at E3, and I played it, and it was a lot of fun. So if it's anything like the demo, I'm sure, and like the reviews that I'm seeing, I'm sure it's a great game. I'm just, man, I, I mean, I love, like, like this Spider-Man game would be great, I guess. You know, I think this game would be great for, like, if I was a father and I had kids who were into gaming or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, let's, I'm going to bring home Spider-Man, I'm going to download Spider-Man tonight, and we're all going to play this game together and see how far we can get. We'll take turns fighting bosses. That seems fun. But right now, man, I'm into like really hardcore shit, you know, like just these first person shooters uh, and all their hard, various hardcore modes like Scum uh, brings to the table. So I'm just like really caught up in all these games and these indie developers that are just coming up with like these new ways to play our favorite genres of gaming. Like, like, uh, yeah, I mean, just the way that, uh, you know, PUBG and... Um, scum and postscriptum and and squad these these uh these really these really great uh versions of first person shooters anyways i won't get into that right now i'm talking about spider-man jeez uh anyways go get spider-man um (laughs) it's a great game oh god let's move on all right, let's talk about Fortnite real quick. I haven't talked about Fortnite in a while because there hasn't been a lot of interesting news, right? Every, now that they come with like a new season, new skin, uh, even like a new grappling hook, which is sort of plays off this whole Spider-Man thing. I don't know. Like, I, I don't. I, I just don't see that as news anymore. To me, that's just like Fortnite doing what they do. Like, and now that like they've sort of paved the way for all these other developers, um, other developers are now taking what Fortnite's done probably, and they're now trying to you know rebirth those ideas where fortnite's still doing what they do best so now now fortnite's you know um best you know best play is sort of uh it's not so exciting it's like it's like watching a magician do his best magic trick for the 20th time it's like dude that's still a great trick but i've seen it i've seen it a lot right so like we're just not as sort of blown away by these things now so so they're going to need to find a way to step up the game. Okay, check this out. Okay, the reason why I'm bringing up Fortnite is because their profits have only increased by 2% in the month of July, uh, which is a, which is still good, which is still profit, um, and, and probably in their numbers, a big number, right? 2% in their world is not like 200 bucks. okay? So they're probably making a good amount of money, but they've just basically, what, I'm, what, we're, what we're seeing is just a slowdown in the amount of profit. So they're still profitable, they're still doing well, but it's dropped dramatically as far as the growth their profit growth has dropped dramatically um almost to like a plateau type of situation like we may this may be the moment you know what i mean (laughs) where fortnite is finally sort of just cooling off like and this was coming i guarantee you epic uh, they've got, they had to know everyone in business knows that when your item goes hot, there's going to be like a cool down, right? There's going to be a cool down and then you prepare for the next big push. Um, so this isn't scary. I don't think this isn't like a big shocker. I think this is like just normally what happens, but for Fortnite, it took forever. They rode the, the hottest wave for so long. It was incredible to witness. Even if you didn't like the game, you were still sort of like, how is this possible, right? How did this happen? <laughs> how did like schools start banning phones and how did like the whole world slightly change a little bit? Um, how did this happen, right? Um, and and so it caused a lot of people to be angry towards the game. It caused a lot of people who never played games to be gamers now. Um, it, you know, it, it may have saved kids from going out and committing crimes. Who knows, right? They're at home playing Fortnite, for God's sake. They couldn't be doing that much. Um, so anyways, um, it's just a crazy amount. I mean, it, for the amount of time, that, that game was just soaring, 
up and up and up and up all the way with the freaking missile silo like launch i thought that was incredible i'm wondering if we're gonna see another thanos type situation like where do we go from here like we are on the brink we are on the edge of triple a battle royale we do not even know what triple a battle royale looks like this is what we're so excited for this holiday season is to see what billions of dollars can make a battle royale mode look like or so it seems right can these quote-unquote triple a developers bring more to the table like than fortnite and PUBG. i mean PUBG you did have to pay so fortnite i really want to look at because that was free to play okay so so we got a lot i mean i can i can play fortnite if i wanted to for hours completing all of their challenges trying to get this unlocking that doing the whole season pass thing like there is you know there is arguably a lot of content there for a free to play game okay the season pass costs money 10 bucks whatever so even if you minus the season pass, I still believe that there's a lot of fun and a lot of gameplay in Fortnite right now. So when I spend $59.99 plus tax on a AAA game that offers me Battle Royale, what am I going to get, right? What am I going to get? Um, I mean, is this... I, I, I'm just so curious, guys, because like Fortnite sort of built their game off of free, which means that the store and the and everything you earn in the game, it all kind of works together in this ecosystem. But what's the ecosystem in a game that I've already paid $60 for, right? So what am I going to like unlock and get? Um, and then, I, I mean, it's hard. I mean, I wonder, like, I feel like I, <laughs> it's so sad to say this, but I feel like these games, Battlefield and and uh, Call of Duty, like, I feel like it's guaranteed that there will be some sort of way to spend more money on this game for Battle Royale modes. Like, it's not like I'm getting a fully, like, uh, you know, a, a product or an experience that I pay for for an entire year at least. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out where that 60 bucks goes. And we're going to find out. We're going to find out. So um, that's really exciting. So anyways, Fortnite, though, it's sort of finally cooling off right as Battlefield and Call of Duty release their Battle Royales and other games start coming out of the woodwork, all these different Battle Royale games that are grabbing different niches of gamers. Um, and it's just so crazy to see these games pop out of nowhere, too, because it's like it's like these games are kept so secret until the reveal the reveal is so important for gaming uh that first moment um of excitement of like holy shit this is a new game and i had not heard about it now it's an early access or now there's promo coming out i'm very excited i'm seeing a very final product here right okay anyways let's move on Okay, real quick, uh, you know, I love this whole Xbox versus Sony thing. It's still, I mean, it's been going on for so long, and now it, like, feels like Microsoft has turned the table against Sony, and, and Sony's just, like, huffing and puffing, and it's like, no, 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 no. You can make it look like we are hurting, that Sony is hurting, but really, we are the best. So, it, we are not afraid of you. We are not afraid. I mean, it's almost like saying that. It's like, we are not afraid. And that's what really what Sony's stance really feels like to me like symbolically like xbox is sort of going look what the people think look what's going on look at all these articles huh what do you have to say you're not listening you're not listening and sony's going no everyone is watching and talking about this because we are the best and it's like it's an interesting it's an interesting tactic and i and i'm i'm curious to see how it plays out but let me just go over some quotes with you right so so sony's ceo yoshida um is basically saying that playstation is the best place to play so you know and then they also go to say this is like a weird way to end it and and i i'm i've been reading it over and over and over i'm like am i reading this right because we decide based on what is the best user experience um what a weird way to end that um so anyways i mean but here's the reality right the reality is Everyone gets to be portable with Fortnite except for PlayStation users. That's the thing that he's missing is like, yeah, dude, I get it. You've got like this huge network on PlayStation and and like 
chances are mathematically someone probably is on playstation over xbox like i get that right like so the chances are if i buy a playstation i'm going to be able to to um connect with more people probably right um but here's the thing the switch is powerful because it's portable that's what's really cool is taking our favorite games out with us into the world uh, while we're waiting around for this on the train in the car on the road trip um, whatever right so and sony is not allowing its gamers its player base to be portable with fortnite so if you play fortnite on the playstation and you love it you can't just grab your switch log into your game jump into bed before you go to bed and play a match with your character sony won't allow it Okay, that I mean, I really wanted to contextualize what exactly gamers might actually be missing out on. And that's what I think. It's moments like that. It's like, cool, I'm done playing on my huge, awesome HD TV. Now I want to just grab my switch, log into a match real quick. So I'm going over to my friend's house now and then we're going to play together. I'm going to just grab my switch. We're going to do a couple switch matches like you can't have that. You can't have that. Xbox users can and Nintendo users can, PC users can, okay, so, anyways, freaking Sony, I mean, yeah, you, you can base, you know, you can go from the PlayStation to the computer, Sony has allowed that, you know, congratulations to the Sony players, okay, <laughs> um, anyways, Xbox responds, um, Mike, this guy, he's like Xbox's engineering lead, um, Mike Ibarra, uh, Sony still, quote unquote, Sony still isn't listening to gamers. Um, gaming is diverse. If you only serve to bring joy to parts of an audience, then you are behind in many ways. Okay, so um, it sounds like Mike is sort of saying, Sony, you're looking at this the wrong way. You know what I mean? You're not seeing the picture that we're looking at. You know what I mean? And maybe you need to look at the what you're looking at just a little differently. Yes, you did outsell everyone, you know, with the PlayStation 4. The PlayStation 4 is the most successful gaming machine. Is that due to hardware? Is that due to marketing? Mm, I don't know. Is it a combination of the two, right? There's a lot of factors that went into that machine selling, uh, outselling, you know, the Xbox. Um but, you know, it's a competition, you know what I mean? And so when someone wins, it doesn't mean that they're the best. It just means that they were able to win that game better, okay? You know, I don't know if that makes any sense. I'm not trying to say that the Xbox is better than the Sony, but I'm just saying it's arguable what system really is the best, but what system was able to communicate to its audience better, okay? So now, if we're talking about the same argument, which company can communicate to its audience better, it doesn't seem like Sony is is still doing that same strategy now, okay? It sounds like they feel like they've earned some sort of right, that they're entitled to sort of the right to make decisions that don't go with the flow of gaming because of them being just so, uh, so many players. So, Anyways, um, you know, it looks like Xbox is now looking more at the community and trying to figure out ways to connect more people um, and using that as, a, as leverage against, you know, their competitor, Sony, right? I mean, and even they even talk about, you know, Mike even talks about how Xbox, uh, you know, Microsoft has the Xbox, the console world and the PC world, and they've already crossed them. They've they they basically created one big family between their console and the and the computer and i love it and it's getting better and better and better that's so cool and they want to basically add more they've added nintendo into that family and now it's like hey sony could jump into this too the thing is is that i really feel like microsoft knows that sony can't can't do crossplay like the second sony goes crossplay microsoft wins it's just like i i I feel like that's how it feels like right now. Is if Sony goes, Sony goes crossplay, Microsoft wins this battle, and the new direction, and everyone follows Microsoft because Microsoft is leading the way, right? Because now Sony's following Microsoft, so Microsoft gets this really good look, uh, and now they're gonna sell more machines, and now whatever they're gonna, they're just gonna do great. So Sony is really trying to figure out how to do this. I love this. I love this Sony versus Microsoft thing right now because Sony is a little bit in a pickle. A little bit in a pickle. All right, let's move on.
Okay, let's talk about Fallout 76 real quick. Because there there were just some new campaign details released. And I'm really excited about this game. I'm more excited about this game now after playing um, Scum, uh, this survival game that I can't wait to get to and talk about. Uh, but after playing it, like it's really getting me thinking about Fallout 76. Because this whole survival thing could really be cool for Fallout. If it's anything like Scum. Um, I mean, anyways, so... So I'm really excited. I'm really excited now because I think I'm playing a survival game. I'm I'm playing a lot of a survival game right now where I'm dealing with some PVP. I'm dealing with all these like organic situations, um, and and I'm gonna tell you about them. Um, and so it's really just gotten the ball and ball rolling for me for like survival games right now. I really like it. Um, I really I think that's gonna be a genre that really blows up. Survival games are really gonna blow up. Okay. Anyways, so yeah. So follow seventy six. Put out some new campaign details. Okay, and let's get into that. The game starts with you getting instructions from the overseer. These are like, uh, you know, messages, like secret messages, like little transmissions that you get that were left behind. And basically, this game is sort of like a mystery. It's like you have to solve the disappearance of this overseer. The overseer was the first one to leave, um, mysteriously left. Everything is so mysterious, um, and and so you have to get to the bottom of this. And so she's left you clues, I guess, so that you can discover or uncover the story. So I'm hoping it's a great story, right? We're all hoping. Uh, but check this out: you can't use nukes until you've beaten this main story. Okay, so the nukes are unavailable until the main storyline is complete. So you have to at least do that. So there will be a grace period. Uh, when the game first comes out, I don't. It would be awesome though if like the game started out with all nukes ready to go, and they and like Bethesda just kind of messed with us. Like, all right, we're just gonna let you, get, you launch the first set, but then everything else, you know, just to kind of get some destruction going. Uh, but anyway. So there will be some time. There will be some time where you have to play the storyline. And apparently it has something to do with being high level too. So the campaign, um, th- there might be some grind to this game, uh, which would be interesting. Um, they say that there are going to be lots of familiar like side quests that Fallout normally offers. They say that, yeah, this does feel a little gamey, quote unquote. Uh, but to, to just not have any direction at all, we don't think that's good. And so I think they're looking at Sea of Thieves. They're definitely looking at Sea of Thieves uh, without side quests or anything like that. You know, Sea of Thieves like kind of just falls off. Like players are just like, ah, like it's nice. It's nice to create your own story and those stories are amazing. But sometimes I think people, they just want to sit in front of a game and they want to relax and they don't want to have to try, right? They just want to enjoy what's been built for them to enjoy. Right. So there's a couple different types of gamers kind of going on there. Um, So and and I think the same person could feel one way or the other at any given time. Uh, But I think Fallout 76 is going to guarantee that there is some direction um, and you don't feel pointless uh, in this game. Right. That you're not sort of like sitting there like, well, what do I want to do? Right. You're just you have things to do and you're just going to go do them. Um, So there's going to be tons of side quests. I think it's okay. Um, You know, hopefully we'll have to see. Like, I think side quests are great as long as like the side quests are interesting you know what i mean if they're not a waste of my fucking time um then like yeah then the side quests i think will be nice i think it'd be a nice added you know added thing to the game um but i i love i love survival games right i mean like scum right now has no no quests or anything like that and i've 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 been pretty uh busy in that game so anyways but uh i'll talk about that later (laughs) i keep i keep wanting to just start talking about scum okay um all right, so uh, what else? Uh, it comes out November 14th. Um, if you if you pre-order the game, you can get into the beta, which I think is going to be... Dang it, I didn't I didn't uh, write down when the beta is going to be. It's either going to be this month or next month. Um, but anyways, you have to pre-order the game. So if you go and pre-order the game, you'll definitely know when the beta is coming out. Um, but anyways, so there's the beta, which I'm excited because uh, I'm going to... I mean, I should pre-order this. I'm definitely going to pre-order, I think. Um, I want to try the beta. I'm so curious. I'm just so curious about this game right now. Um, I'm excited too. I'm excited. I hope it's like, I hope it's hard. I hope it's really hard. I hope it's hardcore. I hope that like, you know, um, if it's, if it's like an, man, if it's like an arcadey, like every, you know, like World of Warcrafty sort of like everyone can do well. Bethesda is a, as a developer that's going to develop for a huge audience. And so 
I think I think that if you really want something really survivally and hardcore, you're just gonna have to go to indie games for that. Indie developers. Um, I think this is gonna have. I mean, you know, they already talked about side quests, right? So there you go. So you're, you know, it's already gonna feel like a built-in game um, rather than you just out in the world and not knowing what's going to happen next you know there's you know um so it's like oh let me just check my my uh journal here for my quest log oh if i just go to four c4 on the map i will encounter a person that needs my help (laughs) it's like it that breaks the immersion slightly right and i and i and i think that bethesda cringes a little bit at it um because that's not what they wanted originally uh but you know and they said there's no npcs so i'm also really curious now if there if there's going to be side quests where i have to go do something what does that mean that there's no npcs there like um you know i we'll see this game could be more mainstream you know uh you know a little more poppy (laughs) pop music e uh than we would like um you know that's why we've got hardcore games out there like scum for example all right guys it's time for the main topic of this podcast and we are going to talk about the new early access release game on steam uh called scum let's do this Okay, so according to Steam, this game consumed 50 hours of my week. I don't believe it. I've seen Steam sort of like add like an extra 10 hours to games that I've played before. But anyways, I played a shit ton. I played a lot because this game uh, just totally sucked me in. Um, what is Scum? This is like a like a, a survival multiplayer. It's not Battle Royale. There's really no like last man standing. Um, I'll explain the rules of the game. But right now, it's still in early access. And it's it's uh, it's only 20 bucks. It's $19.99. It's available on PC only right now. Um, and there's a lot of patches coming out all the time so the game is changing almost every day uh, which is really cool which is exciting because that's what this development uh, team really needs in this game is just a really big push all the way for a year hard push uh, until it releases Um, but anyway it's a survival game it has up to 64 players on this gigantic map and you go around collecting weapons and trying to survive but there's mechs and there's like robots it gets kind of crazy, um, and you can decide to kill someone, decide not to. It's in third person, but you can you can switch into first person. So you got both options. Um, it's it's a it's a lot of fun. I think that what's really gotten me into this game is just it feels like a different style of playing this game. This whole survival third person sort of view this this survival game um, really captures like some fear um, some excitement when you hear someone around you uh, it's really exciting and you know getting a kill is very satisfying Um, you build fame okay so before I get into all these all these minor details uh, well I shouldn't say minor just details of the game in general Um, I want to tell you a story of the first 10 minutes of playing scum for me before I made a character and before I logged in and had my first experience, I went onto YouTube and I watched a couple getting started tips and tricks videos just because I knew it was multiplayer and I knew it was hardcore and I wanted to have the best, quickest start. So the first things you had to do were make a stone knife and two spears, okay? And you can do this all from like cutting down branches with the stone knife and you find two rocks or whatever uh, near you where you are. It's really easy. It's the first thing you can do. And then you can actually uh, tear up the clothes that you're wearing and turn that into a bag, okay? Using the crafting system. So that was the first thing I did. Stone knife, two spears, and a bag, okay? and I'm, I'm, I, I spawned right next to a village. So I go into the village and I'm rummaging around in a room trying to like see what this game is about. You know, what kind of items can I find? Can I find some guns, right? I'm really excited. And I hear someone else just like rummaging around me, opening containers, footsteps scurrying. And I, and I, I have a microphone, so I hit my mic and I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, are you here? Are you there? Like, is someone here? And someone responded and they were like, yeah, man, yeah, I'm here. How's it going? I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm new to, the, you know, I responded with hey I'm new to the game um, just checking it out like what are your thoughts on the game are you having fun with it you know and the person was like yeah yeah no it's a cool game uh, you know it's still in development but so far it's a lot it's been a lot of fun 
So we had this like short little kind of nice conversation, right? And uh, I'm rummaging through more containers and things and I'm searching and I'm like kind of just kind of really excited about this game. And then bam, right on the head, I get hit with a shovel. Okay, so this guy has now decided to kill me with a blunt shovel. Um... And so I, I just like, I'm shocked. I'm just like, dude, I thought we were like, had a, I, I thought we had like this sort of like, you know, we're both starting out truce. Uh, but no, no, we didn't. We didn't. And uh, so I got my spear out, right? So <laughs> combat's kind of slow in melee. So like I had some time. I had a minute. I grabbed the spear. And I know if you hold down the, the fire button, he kind of holds it back. And this little like arc forms on your screen for where the spear will land okay and so i put I, I put a little space between me and him and i'm getting ready right um i'm kind of moving around a lot because i kind of don't want him to tell i don't i don't want him to realize that i'm actually preparing to kill him and so uh he, he only has a shovel okay so anyways he comes in for another swing. So like all this like there's all this scuffling and like you know hit me on the head and I'm like repositioning myself and now it's like it's just kind of chaotic and it's all happening really fast. I aim, I let go and I'm just like in my head I'm like this is my only chance. Like I've got to I've got to land this throw. Whew. Thud. And then silence. There was just silence. It was so quiet, and uh, I looked down, and there he is. He's laying on the ground with a huge spear lodged in his head, dead and lifeless on the ground, and I'm just like, oh my god, right? What the fuck happened, like, dude? And then, and then, so, and then you go up to the body, and then it shows you an option to, like, search. I'm like, oh, okay, well, cool, let me search. So then all of his items get strewn across the floor and he's kind of like in an undershirt and underpants. Like they're never just naked. They have like a little like default like underclothes. He's laying there and I'm just like, I look at the menu option and tells me chop. (laughs) So with my stone knife, I literally dismember and chop this player into multiple pieces. And then I have to further chop them into steaks. Yes, that's correct. Human steaks. And then I gathered those steaks and I ran off out of the out of the village into the hills and created a campfire and roasted these steaks and ate them. And it was in that moment where I really kind of like <laughs> couldn't believe like what I had gone through to survive and to keep on playing. And this other player, like he lost, he had to restart um, somewhere else in the world. It, it, it basically when you die, you. You appear somewhere pretty far away. Um, you kept you have three options, and I'll I'll, I'll get into all that. But so, um, anyways, that was the first like ten minutes of me playing scum, literally spawning, going into a village, getting into a fight, spearing someone in the head, chopping them up, cooking them. <laughs> okay, just ridiculous. And this was what I'd never done that in a game. And so this was what really hooked me just the, that excitement, that fear of anything could happen. Um, and uh, and there's some more things that this game brings to the table that I, that I really like. It's a really cool mixture. Okay. As soon as you think that this is just some sort of battle royale type, maybe, you know, like it's like a different kind of hybrid of battle royale, but it has the same idea. It's you, you have to kill everyone. Um, but it, check it out. When you die you spawn back so there's always 64 players on the map it doesn't dwindle down to one person there's no like fiery blaze or storm that that narrows down the map it never happens it's always open okay but it is survival um and so what happens is as you do everything into the game whether it's crafting killing um by the way there's zombies in the game so whether it's killing zombies or players you get something called fame you earn this fame and the fame uh, is spent in the game i think that hopefully down the line there'll be more things to spend fame on that's pretty i think it's pretty obvious but right now the only thing you can really spend uh, fame on is where you respawn so if you have a lot of fame points you can do things like spend 100 fame points on respawning with a teammate which is really crucial right in a game that's gigantic and takes like 20 minutes to get you know it would take you 20 30 minutes to meet up with a friend possibly by foot (laughs) 
and you can spend fame on respawning in a sector, which is like the whole map is split up into sectors. You can choose which sector. So maybe, or um, you could choose to respawn on your settlement. You can build a little camp, okay? You can build a little hideaway camp that you can store some goodies, but be careful if someone finds your camp, they can take those goods, okay? So it's not safe forever, all right? But you can build a settlement, and from that settlement, you have a permanent spawn point, and if you choose, you can build boxes with, you can store guns and armor, and basically when you die, you've got a fresh set. Um, I'm sort of really stubborn, and I always tend to go back to my body if I can, um, but on a busy server, that's not always doable, especially if you die in a place called Airport, which is crowded PvP central, um, which is tons and tons of fun. Okay, um, I mean, I'm gonna just keep going here, and so they add they add this other element called like this, basically like central points on the map where you get high end loot. Uh, there's villages, and then there's the, the alternate to the villages, which is like a place where you can get like um, tons of machine guns, body armor, whatever scopes, um, mags. But they're bunkers. There's bunkers, and then obviously the airport is sort of like um, different. But there are a couple different types of areas, like a dock, an industrial area, but mostly it's bunkers. And these bunkers are surrounded by like wired fences with little holes cut out in certain sections you can sneak in. And guarding these bunkers is huge sentinels, AI sentinels. And they're really, really smart. In fact, they're so smart uh, that they kill me more than anything in the game. It's the most frustrating part about the game, but that's where the challenge really lies, is in these bunkers or the end game loot, the best shit you want to take out all your opponents, and you've got to get in there. Um, and it's really, really hard. So you got you get into this whole like Metal Gear Solid, like dodging patrol, sent patrolling sentinels kind of stuff and then they see you when they come to try and shoot you and it's crazy um and you know and when they see you it also alerts other people in the area that someone is coming right if you're already in the bunker you know now that someone's coming in the bunker because the sentinels just saw someone all these things come into play and it just makes the entire experience like really important everything you do is important just because you you're going to know that you're going to be found or heard or seen when there's zombies coming after you a lot of zombies will surround very, um, you know, will surround like um, areas that are just popular. You know what I mean? And they call them puppets in the game. They're not called zombies. And basically, they're this whole game is sort of this like TV show uh, idea, almost like you know the Hunger Games in a sense. Like they're really kind of going for that. So we're on, you know, we're supposed to be on a TV show. We're scum. We're like prisoners. We're prisoners, and we're put into this island, and it's a game show for everyone to watch as we try and survive. And there are these drones that fly around and watch you up close but they can give your position away so you want to kill those drones and get some more fame um but anyway so it's all being worked on it's all being built it's not done yet but there's a lot there there's a lot to have fun with just just the pvp aspect there's a lot of fun um it you know it's the graphics look great so the environments look awesome the sound is great the rain looks awesome the, you know, the graphics of your character the guns uh, everything is coming together there are some downsides it's just not optimized all the way the part that really sucks is because you know it's still an early access the one the biggest problem i think the game has is is this desync thing and basically what's going on is as, as players are moving around they're just kind of they're kind of teleporting around a little bit and it makes pvp a little more frustrating especially if you die on a character you spend a lot of time leveling right so what's interesting is when you die you respawn but you keep all of your stats so you are your character is getting better at all the things that you do more often it's kind of like um like skyrim in that sense where if you use handguns a lot your handgun proficiency will be higher which means you'll have better record control accuracy in these kind of situations um and all that kind of stuff so when you die all of that keeps persisting Okay, but the one thing that doesn't persist is all the loot you lost. So if all the loot is sort of left there on your body, and usually someone will loot it right then and there, so there's no point in going back. Um, I had a lot of instances where I was on a slow server. So if you're on a slow server, then you're not getting killed by a lot of people, and you're having more of like a, a one-player experience where sometimes you'll run into someone. Um, I was actually retrieving my, my stuff from a dead body that a sentinel killed me, right? Because I knew that I wasn't too far away. My settlement wasn't too far away, my little camp. And so I was able to run back and forth and retrieve my stuff um 
you know, without losing all of it because it was a slow server and I was close by. But usually that's not always the case. So, right, if the player kills you, then they loot you right away. So there's no point in going back. Um, but anyway, um, oh, man, what a fun game. What a fun game. So there's crafting. There's also hunting, and you build your own camp. These are all cool survival things. There's going to be a lot more survival things. In the character creation screen, you can see a lot of skills that they haven't unlocked in the game yet that are, that are coming, like sailing, driving. So there's going to be cars. Um, there's supposed to be boats. Um, there's supposed to be airplanes. Um, and then all kinds of other different professions like that almost allude to, like, basically you could be really good at shooting guns, but if you're good at shooting guns, then you might not be as good as building modifications for those guns. Okay, so anyways, um, but you can get better at that if you craft a lot while you're playing. So you can always level your character into a direction that maybe you're lacking. Um, it's just a really cool, cool game. Um, but it is ruthless. It is hard. It will, it will upset you sometimes. Um, let me talk about hunting real quick. So hunting's great. Hunting, um, the animals are rare. In fact, someone even typed in world chat, is there any animals in this game? It's like, that's how rare it is. But when you find an animal, you can usually hear it first. And then from there, you start the hunt. So you usually want to use a spear or something, okay? Um, if you use a gun, it alerts other zombies, and then a swarm will come after you, and you can't kill a swarm in this game. You just can't. You will die. And I don't know if it's because the game's not super optimized yet or what, but combat can be kind of slow a little bit, but it's good. It creates space. It's not some arcadey game. Um, and every swing consumes stamina, so you can't just endlessly swing. You have to be very careful about how you use your stamina, Oh my god, sprinting and walking all uses stamina, so this is like a super hyper-realistic game. Um, you're controlling and measuring your metabolism and how much you're intaking and in calories you're maintaining, um, you know, your, your stomach flow of food. And then in this game, it also allows for, you know, urinating and taking shit, so you have to do it. If you don't do it when it's time, your character will automatically initiate the process, maybe in the middle of a gunfight or while you're trying to sneak into a, a bunker. Imagine that, taking a shit and they're being shot by a sentinel, okay? That would not be good. Um, all right, so anyways, hunting. So if you find an animal, you sneak up on it, and you throw, okay? So, you know, another cool, you know, physics feature about the game, if you throw a spear and you land it, it lodges into the body so they can have multiple spears stuck in them, right? But you want to aim for the head. If you aim for the head with a zombie, you get a one-shot kill. It's awesome. It's super satisfying. Animals, though, they have this sort of monster hunter type gameplay. If you hunt, if you hit them, then you now go into this tracking system where you now track their blood and their tracks and you find them again to the next area. So sometimes I think with the animals, you have to hit them uh, depending on what weapons you're using. If you're using a gun, it's a one shot kill to the head. If you're using spears for some reason, it's like two or three kills, uh, two or three hits uh, to finally get the kill. Um, if you kill a bear, you get to skin the bear and make armor and then make a, uh, use the head as like a helmet. <laughs> um, it's just pretty wild. So I, I can't wait to see what else they bring. But that's hunting. And then with crafting, you know, you can build bullets, um, spears, torches, campfires, um, your shelter for respawning. There's not a ton you can build right now. You could build some sort of uh, body armor vest. You know, this little thing is like a, like a small bag, a medium bag, and, and, a, and a large bag, but not the largest bag. It would be cool if the game allowed you to craft, like, the biggest bag in the game. I think that that would add value to crafting. Um, you know, uh, a lot of games get too carried away with just, let, like, like, sometimes I won't even, like, I won't waste time building the large bag because I'll just find one. I'll just find a large bag as I'm, as I'm looting around because I do so much looting in this game that you you're just bound to like find a bag anyways um but if you play the game really slow you know and you're really careful um uh, which is probably the best way to play the game honestly because when you die you take a, a fame penalty so um it's cool to be like someone on the server with the highest amount of fame right so you're getting the most kills you know you're just playing the game more you're doing more more crafting all that kind of stuff all that adds into fame um but anyways so you know you don't want to die a bunch because then you lose fame. If you go into negative fame, then there's like a cool down on the time that you respond. So you might have to wait like 20 seconds to respond. It's like a punishment for playing, you know, carelessly. So that's interesting. The game reminds you, hey, stop dying. Stop playing carelessly. Because especially if you want to spawn on your teammate, if you want to spawn on your settlement, the settlement is 75 uh, fame points, 100 points for spawning on your teammate. Okay, so if, you, if you're in negative fame, you're not being able to spawn on your settlement or your teammate, um, or pick a uh, sector of your choice. You got to go random, which is um, 25 points, and that's going to 
take off 25 points your fame. Okay, so you can get deeper and deeper into the hole. Um, you might as well at that point just start a fresh character at zero. Um, but anyways, uh, that's sort of how the fame and death work. That's how hunting works. Um, there's really cool areas where you where PvP is really hot, which is the airport. This massive, massive area. Tons of sentinels. Um, you're just hearing gunshots go off all over the place. There's zombies there, so you have to be really careful to defend yourself against zombies and players and sentinels while you're trying to get the best loot in the game um it's really exciting you don't want to lose your character you've got all this gear that you've collected you have to start over um it's really punishing um you know so it's it's exciting there's a lot of excitement in this moment when you finally get to the airport and you're, you're in this pvp situation <laughs> It looks like the game uh, basically um, has 700,000 players right now um, after the first week. Uh, if you do just a little bit of simple math there, the game's 20 bucks, and they've got a, somewhere around 700,000 players. That's $14 million launch, okay? Um, so that that's awesome. I'm sure they needed that, uh, but the game looks really good, and everyone uh, seems to be really happy with the devs. I am. Every time I log in, there's some little changes, and it's nice to just see that the game is like being worked on towards release um i could see this being a game on console um definitely down the road i think it would do great on console um anyways it's a lot of fun but it is hard it is different there's no quests there's no missions like you you literally just have to survive you literally have to just make sure you're eating drinking water staying hydrated um and then you're racking up fame points by killing zombies crafting um or killing players all right and you're true you know you're traveling and you're exploring this world um and you're building a camp if you want and in this camp you can start storing weapons so you don't feel too bad when you die it really does change the game when you build a settlement it really does change your whole like risk factor you're like well it's not going to be that bad if i die i've earned enough fame points i can respawn at my settlement i've got a whole set of armor and guns and ammunition and i'll be fully loaded out and that kind of actually changes the end game a lot because once you have that settlement and you get a good spot so that no one steals your shit because if someone finds where your shit is you're you know you might as well just destroy that area and start over um, if you get a good spot and you're stocking up all your all your inventory, your guns, and this and that, it takes away the need to go into these bunkers. Okay, so you're not going to need to go in these bunkers. You need, if you need ammo, guess what? You can craft ammo. So the bunkers act as like as a way to get gear. But once you have the best gun, once you've got like you know an AK-47 with a scope um, and a couple extra magazines that are fully stocked and loaded and ready to go. Like, you don't need to go back in that bunker because that bunker could, like, cost you your life. It could cost you losing that gun, losing your character, and having to start over again or, or respawn at your settlement. So, and it would cost you fame and all the, you know, it would go against the grain of, like, you progressing in the game. So, this it really, it really asks, like, what do you do once you've got all the items within that bunker? What do you do now? Okay, because camp, the campsite's not super great. I mean, you can, you can literally build a fire, you can go hunt, you can cook that food um, but that's about all you could do at the camp you know i mean there's really nothing else really no other interactions there are some pretty intricate and complicated like cooking recipes that they've that they put out so people can kind of like get into that right now if they want but it's really you know obviously they've, they've they've made it clear that not all the content is there but this is where the game really needs to finalize is what happens after right after you've gathered all the things from the items is it just pvp or is it actually survival with some pvp okay like is it only pvp after a certain point like we really need to figure out like where they're going with this like i said they're gonna have boats airplanes cars so that's gonna really really change the game um another cool feature in the game is events so during the game throughout the process of the game the server that you're on um you know someone will initiate an event and everybody on the server jumps in and it's basically it's like a death match team death match whatever you can kind of set the parameters um but it basically just gets some more action into the game so if you want to just jump into like a, a death match type situation every man for himself uh in a contained map that doesn't hurt your fame um you know you could just do these events i haven't done the events yet um i've, I've been so tempted but i just i love the open world game i i kind of can envision what the death match is going to be like but i I'm gonna do it. I just, I've just been so hooked on just the whole, uh, yeah, just the grind of going through villages and, and and all that kind of stuff, and and going through these towns and looting. The looting gets a little old though, because if you play this game a lot, it's all you're doing. You're looting, and then like 90% of the things that you loot 
have nothing in them. It, there really is a feeling of like, oh my god, I found a gun. Like it could take you if you're if you're getting started, and you have no idea what's going on. It could take you an hour to two or three hours to find a gun if you don't know where to find one. Okay, and I'll give you a little tip if you're thinking about playing this game. Um, in in any big city, in any I shouldn't say city, but kind of like towns. I guess they are kind of like little. They're like this little, yeah little areas uh, of like of housing and whatever these little villages or towns um in the bigger ones there's always going to be a police station so if you find the police station if you're lucky there's there is a pistol uh, maybe an mp5 uh, submachine gun uh, if you're lucky there's a riot helmet if you're lucky there's body armor um, and then if you're lucky um, so here's the thing if you find a gun guess what you need to find the mag for the gun and then you have to find the bullet. So there's three items that you need before you can use that gun, which makes the shotgun beneficial because the shotgun doesn't have a mag. So if you find the shotgun and the bullets, you're good to go. Um, and then same with like the, there's a hunter rifle. Um, that's the same thing. You just load single bullets into that. So you don't need an actual magazine. So some guns require magazines, some don't. The higher end guns require magazines. So like if you get an MP5, you're going to need to find an MP5 mag, okay, the gun, and then the bullets, which is 9mm bullets. Um, so it's cool. There's just a lot of factors in the game. You could see someone with a gun, but they may not have the ammunition for it, right? They may not have the ammunition. Um, so it, it, there's just a lot of really cool factors. And then if you get into a gunfight, the gunfights are really intense. Who's going to die? Who's going to walk away with someone else's gear? And then you don't know how many bullets they have. How many bullets are you willing to waste, right? Like, um, are you willing to take fire some shots and, and, and have zombies come after you if there are zombies in that area? Um, so anyways, there's a lot of really cool stuff going on in this game. It's, it's just like a, a different experience. And sometimes I feel like that's how games are going to win. It's not copying someone else, right? I mean, honestly, Fortnite did so well because of the building. That just that was just so different. We'd never seen shit like that before. That fast, at that pace, competitively building fortifications to outbuild your opponent in a third-person type gunfight. That was so unique that it just, it was a bullseye. And like, they just, no one had ever experienced that and it was free to play. So all you had to do was download the game and experience this new way to play a game. So I feel like um, Scum has some cool new features. I don't think it's going to be as big as Fortnite. It's a hardcore game. This game um, doesn't care if you get killed by another player in a very cheap fashion. You know what I mean? Like... Um, you know, if you get griefed, if all, if someone steals all of your stuff, the game doesn't care. The game allows for that. That's why you need to find a really important safe place to, to store all your stuff. That's why that it's, that's so important. Um, where if it didn't matter, you would just build a camp right in front of a city. Oh, no one can fuck with my shit anyway. So I'm just going to build right here. And it's like, that, that's, that doesn't, that's not exciting. You know what I mean? Imagine seeing someone leave a bunker. They don't see you and you tr- and you track them and you follow them all the way back to their camp where they're going to unload all their gear. And then you wait for them to leave again and then you take all their stuff or you kill them right there and take their stuff. Like, do you let them know? I mean, there's just so many cool ideas here. You could literally shoot another player and then if they're bleeding, which they are, and you, yeah, you can bleed out, by the way, depending on how injured you are and where you get shot, the, that bleed, it will happen quicker. Okay, so you can actually bleed out. And to, to patch your wounds, you'll need a clean rag. So you can't use a rag off of a shirt that a zombie wore. You have to have a clean rag. Or you have to find meds that you find from, you know, from searching around, like little band-aid straps. Anyways, so it takes like, I think it's like a 15 to 20 second countdown almost to patch your wounds and you're just sitting there doing this animation so you can definitely die. So imagine being in a fight, you get shot, you got 15% health left, you're bleeding out, you're not dead yet, you don't have time to patch your wounds because if you do, the player will come up and you know, will know that your patching wounds will come up and kill you. Like you're, you're scrambling, you're running now, you're sprinting, your stamina is getting low so you won't be able to sprint forever. Like you're trying to find a safe spot and now you're bleeding out now you're at five percent there's more bullets flying past your shoulder i mean this is what the game really brings right so you can't you know sometimes you get chased by zombies you can't run forever you have to you will run out of stamina like and there's just some really cool moments like that you will run out of bullets you know um you will become dehydrated you'll become starving and have low energy which i'm pretty sure impacts the rate that your stamina is consumed right so 
um, there's just a lot to consider in this game, and I love it. It's a lot of fun. It's like a like it's more of like an adult version of like a survival game, though. I don't think this is for like super young kids. I I think that it would take a lot for a young kid to really grasp all of the mechanics in this game, but definitely doable. But uh, I think you can you can squad up to four people in this game. Um, I see a lot of like two person squads. Um, it, I mean, I haven't squatted up yet. I've been trying to get friends to buy this game. Um, but I'm, you know, I've been waiting to have that experience. But uh, it just seems like a lot of fun. So you know, there were some other interactions that I had that were great. You know, there were so there was that first one that really sort of hit the home run for me, and I was like, "Wow, what the fuck am I playing right now?" I just ate this person that I had a conversation with, like just about five minutes ago. Like, this is a crazy game, right? I have to take a piss. I have to take a shit. Like, this is hilarious. Like, they they, they make it funny, but it's something you have to do in this game. I've never done that in a game. It's it's just funny, right? Um, and so there were some other stories. There was another one where I I was in a town and I was a little more geared. I had a pistol, a fully loaded, you know. Um, M9, a uh, little little uh, pistol, and I had an MP5, but it was empty, no card, and I had no mag. I was just kind of getting going, but I had like body armor. I had some, you know, I had I had like a decent, like I was just getting going. And then this one guy was like, "Hey, is someone there?" Because I heard him puking. You can puke if you eat too much in this game. It's kind of funny. Drink too much, eat too much, your character will start puking. Um, and so I, I, because I, I think he heard me shuffling around because I heard him, and then he was like, "Hey, someone there?" And I responded, "Yeah." And he, and so we had like this really weird. He's like, "Oh, okay." He's like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> and then I was like, "Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just looking through, man. I'm just like, you know, cruising through." He's like, "Okay." Um, um, <clears throat> we sort of arranged to meet, and so we meet out in the street, and I have my gun drawn, and he comes out, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Because he only has like spears. He just got started. He was like, "Hey, man. Hey, man." Hey, Hey, man and so I put my gun down I was like all right all right I was like I won't kill you you know like you know if you're communicating with me and you know we can have a cool like truce you know so we start like he's like all right cool and then he's like yeah I found some stuff in this building over here and then I was like yeah I'm pretty new to the game he's like yeah man I, was like, I just got started and then next thing I know he winds up his spear and before I could even acknowledge he gets me right in the face he spears me right in the face and takes starts laughing and takes all my stuff (laughs) and that was the first time that i got conned like i got totally conned into a death and someone got like someone who had nothing got all my stuff and i saw it i witnessed it and i and i just i felt so dumb i was just i was so mad for like the next hour or two couldn't believe that I allowed I allowed it to happen in a survival game, right? And so every now and then you'll see people complaining about people killing each other. Like, hey man, why is everyone killing each other? Like, it's more fun to work together. And it's like this is not a game where you work together. This game actually rewards you for killing people. You get fame points. Okay, you get fame for killing people. Like, this is fun. So um, the game is 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 mo- is totally player versus player. Don't ever believe otherwise, unless you. Like, have full control of the situation, and you, for some reason, are going to let someone leave, um, let someone live and walk off, um, which someone did to me. I, I, was in a, I was in a town, and someone, like, got on the mic, was like, who's that? Who are you? You know, are you friendly? And I was like, yes, I'm friendly. I just got, I just respond. I don't have anything. Like, you could kill me, but there's really not a lot of value to me. Um, unless you want to eat me, <laughs> right? Sometimes you just need to kill someone for that purpose. It's crazy because um, your player is hungry and you just need to kill someone. Um, and so he came out. He's like, all right, I'm going to come out. He opened the door. He was on like a two-story building overlooking me. And I was in the street. He had a shotgun drawn. He was aiming at me. He was like, all right. He's like, he's like, you're just passing through. He's like, I'm going to let you go. So he let me go, but I don't think he should have. I think he should have killed me because that's that to me is a weak player in that game. Because he, if he does that, someone's just gonna come back and get. I mean, he's just not gonna, you know, do really well. It is fun though to work with people and to create alliances and, and that. So we'll see if the game um, does that. You know, an, an example of that is uh, a bunch of people grouped up and they took down one of the sentinels. It took a lot of work, a lot of work. It's some, they say like eighteen grenades, and grenades are really rare. I've I've looted I don't know ten bunkers 
bunkers or so and I've, I've literally found like two grenades or three grenades you know what I mean so like um, uh, it's really really rare and you know to, to, to be able to loot 10 bunkers would take I mean it could yeah I think that's a total of like my 50 hour grind and let's just say I've found literally three grenades in like 50 hours of playing so imagine 18 grenades right it's really it's really hard so yeah things feel rare I've literally have a gun right now in an SVD gun that I've, I've this is the first time I've gotten it and I've played 50 hours of the game it's the first time I literally have it on a character right now um, so I'm really excited um, but like I said like every time you respawn you just never know what you're going to get um, you could be looting in a really crappy village and all of a sudden get one of the biggest backpacks in the game bam you're set okay um but like again, you know, the looting does get old. Uh, there's not a lot to do for like your own survival. Like PvP seems to be the most interesting and the most like exhilarating part of the game. Um, the Sentinels and the bunkers are really cool. If you can get in, it feels great getting into a bunker. Um, and then once you're once you're in the bunker, you know, other players could possibly come in at any time. One thing that could happen too is a player could actually log out inside a bunker. Say you, I've done this. I've gone into a bunker and it's already been cleared out. That's one of the things that drive you crazy. You work really hard. You finally get in the bunker and someone already cleared it out. Um, it takes like an hour to respawn this stuff. So what I did was I, re- I I logged out and I took care of some other things for like an hour or two, came back and it was looted again. I did it three times. So like some bunkers, I just have high ass traffic. Okay. Um, and some bunkers are just don't get a lot of traffic and then some servers are really slow so that all the bunkers are are usually fully stocked on a slow server so it might be nice starting on a slow server but if you want action if you want to constantly run into people and always be looking over your shoulder and like having that feeling of survival this the full 64 player servers will give you that um it's really really fun and uh you know and then also if you're a looted out person you can also have a better chance at finding a lot of semi sort of starter starter out people which is fun right you're picking off these easy targets um, anyways, the game is just a lot of fun, guys. Um, there's a lot of cool elements that are here at the very beginning, um, and I can't wait to see all of the content that they add. It would be cool to see like a sort of non-violent way to sort of experience this game and have just as much content as the people who are just going after PvP. I don't know how they could do that, uh, but it would be really cool to add just a whole nother layer to bu- to base building. I, I don't know. It's kind of nice not having a lot with the base because it gets you to leave and go out and and get involved uh, in the game if you have too much base building going on you may never leave this little spot um but anyway we'll see how the game evolves that is scum a survival 64 player huge map no rules there's bunkers that are that are guarded by huge sentinels and they'll kill you on the spot and and other players are all after the same goal they're like these little treasure troves and there's huge airport for pvp Uh, you can build a camp make food eat zombies eat competitors that you kill communicate with them band up with friends um but other than that right now there isn't more so it's 20 bucks though right twenty dollars i don't know um and i just gotta say like this was one of those games that i feel like i always wait for like i love a game that just consumes my week consumes me makes me just go crazy and like i'm just like an addict and i can't put the game down like i love that those games still happen for me you know what i mean i i wait for that hook i wait so much and like you know i i lose sleep i'm like barely like just finishing homework and it's like you know at the same time i'm like god that that sucks but like at the same time i'm so excited that there's a game that's really really grabbed me um and that's what this game did it's just this whole new way to experience it's not like revolutionary yet it's the have an insane amount of content uh it's not like you've never seen anything like this before but the graphics are really polished and what's there feels really unique and different if you like survival uh, man this game really put survival on the map i think um and i and it's sad because the one sad thing is that when i'm playing the game the first thing i think of is why didn't PUBG do this why didn't PUBG create a survival mode where everyone's just out there doing their thing and there is no circle that's closing in and there's no last man standing but you're just on this huge map trying to cope with there being other players looting gear, right? And and there's, there's like these hot spots. I mean, it's just like it's just like a duh moment of like, PUBG, what the fuck? This was the next step. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I've talked about this. What could what could PUBG have done to really rebirth the game? Make a, sur- a fucking survival mode 
mode for PUBG, like a straight survival mode. That's what they could have done, and Scum is a direct reminder, and this is why games have to be top secret top top secret until the moment of release which for this game scum was early access so they needed a game that really showed players what to expect and why this game was going to survive in the gaming market and it's because it's different than all the others it is different you cannot experience scum in any other game right now um and they've come out and they've placed their stamp on the ground before anyone else could catch on so it's really cool i don't know how far scum will go like i said it's kind of a niche survival game it's not it's not super friendly it doesn't make everybody the winner so i i usually find that those games um you know they do really well like but they just don't go mainstream like fortnite style you know like at that level um but we'll see though you know i mean this game doesn't scream mainstream it's it's kind of like yells like independent like we're gonna do something cool like this is hardcore you're really gonna be scared to play this game like you're not gonna know who's gonna kill you or or how many of them there are right like this a lot of that mystery that the mainstream games can't allow for because people get upset and they don't want to play the game on yada 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 right um, just imagine a game like EVE Online. EVE Online has a huge player base, but it's just not at the level of like Fortnite. I keep saying Fortnite. There are other games that are at huge levels, like you know World of Warcraft or whatever. Um, I think like Fortnite's just like the most relevant example of like giant game, um, so popular. You know what I mean? But anyways, so that is Scum, guys. Um, and I've spent a lot of time playing, and I can't wait to play it some more. But um, I'm definitely gonna slow down now. I've already like tapped into all the content, so for me, it's it's all about pvp pretty much because there's not a lot to the camp the whole like you know build your camp right now uh but you know it's a lot of fun and i'm looking forward to all the updates 20 bucks you know and it's a lot of fun to to, to try all right i'm gonna take a quick break and then uh we're gonna end this thing Okay, cool. Wow. Uh, great podcast this this week. That was fun. Um, a lot of cool topics. And Scum has just been super fun to play this week. Um, I wonder what my next week will be like in gaming. Um, I, I did try and get back into World of Warcraft, but then Scum came out and totally eradicated that idea. Uh, so maybe I'll jump back into World of Warcraft and, and give this battle for Azeroth a new, tr- a new, you know, a new shot. Um, I just kind of burned out, but... But you know, I, I do love the game, and so I'm trying Hunter. They did, they've made a lot of changes to Hunter, the Hunter class, and so I think I'm gonna just try and roll Hunter, um, sit back and do some DPS. Um, you know, healing's fun, but it gets repetitive, and tanking gets repetitive. Actually, the entire game gets repetitive. But um, I've just spent so much time being healer and tank over the last couple of years that I want to just I, I just want to do DPS and just have fun uh, doing that. Um, so that's gonna be my take on the new battle, battle for Azeroth. But we'll see. We'll see if I make it to level 120. I'm kind of I'm at like 90. I don't know 92 on my hunter. So my hunter's not all the way up. I'm not gonna spend 60 bucks to get him all the way up to 110. I'm just going to level it up, power power through it, grind it out. But um, And, you know, um, I've got uh, some music projects that I've put aside because of Scum, and so I'm going to get back to those and um, uh, continue my art, uh, you know, my art direction in school. Anyways, um, I hope everybody has a great week. Don't forget to add um, Gamer Mania Podcast on Instagram. It's at Gamer Mania Podcast. Pretty easy. I just post nice uh, little little cool photos of video games, yada, yada. Um, you know, I do, like, images of the of the show itself, so every, every show get its own image um anyways guys my name is chris pounders i've been your host i hope you had a good time and you enjoyed the show um have a great week stay safe uh you know don't let the world bring you down it's crazy out there all right i'll see you guys next week